Silas Ackleby sat amidst the pile of leaves where he'd woken and stared gloomily at the cowrie coins in his palm. It would be at least a yellow month before the pelican sailed. Somehow I've got to survive until then. He should not have gone to Miri's last night. It had been a stupid indulgence. He certainly shouldn't have tipped the girl so much. Ah, but she always seemed so happy to see me. He would have had enough money, too, if he hadn't managed to get his pocket picked while he was concentrating on the game that evening. He had ended up with nothing but his winnings, and they had not been substantial. Silas's stomach growled, but he ignored it. I can work with this. He stood up, brushed the leaves from his trousers, washed his face in the stream, and took a long drink of water to fill his stomach. He brushed his unruly red-blonde hair, not quite curly, not quite straight, and braided it into a traditional sailor's queue. He put on his other shirt, threadbare and wrinkled, but clean. He inspected his faded green peacoat, a little ragged, but definitely the most presentable item he owned, and put it on over his wrinkled shirt. He hid his small stash of supplies and leaves, squared his shoulders, and walked down the hill towards town. Port Caraway straddled the broad Mancian River of the same name, and it saw all kinds of shipping. More importantly to Silas's mind, the port hosted a massive airship bay on the wealthier East Bank. The Caraway River ran along the bottom of a wide, protected valley, and many airships moored here during the off-season. Winter was almost over, and the first of those ships would begin taking on crew soon. Quite, Quite soon, Silas assured himself. In the meantime, Port Caraway was a thriving town, surrounded by farms and within a day's travel of half a dozen schools. Students, sailors, farmers, and merchants mingled freely on the easygoing port. Silas had had a room there at the beginning of winter, but now, well, he would have a hammock soon. He slowed as he reached the West Bank waterfront, considering. I can't go anywhere with a cover charge. I don't have enough money. And so many places are closed in the morning. He grimaced and headed towards a tavern halfway down the street with a sagging sign. The Otter's Mate. The Otter usually had a game going in the back, but the stakes were very low. On the positive side, there was no cover charge, and all species were welcome. This will give me enough for breakfast and something to put into a real game this evening. If he won, of course. Silas usually won, but not always. He was displeased to see that the only game going this morning was Partner's Scuttlebones. A partner added an unknown element. Silas didn't like it, but he didn't think he would find anything better before evening. His stomach growled again. If I wait, I'll be too hungry to think. On the positive side, he did like Scuttlebones. It was one of several species of trick-taking card games played on the waterfront, and possibly the most strategy-driven. Silas gave his small pile of coins to the attendant and waited to be dealt in. The partners were chosen by random drawing. Silas watched as his name went into a bowl and was placed blindly on a grid with a dozen other players. He looked at the chair number he'd been assigned and went to take his seat. A moment later, the other players joined him. Silas's heart sank as he got a look at his partner, a lowland Grishnard of about his own age, 18, who was entirely overdressed for the venue. He wore a stylish patterned waistcoat and frilled shirt with an overcoat embroidered in seed pearls. 
He looked bored and hungover, with dark circles under his golden eyes and wheat blonde hair coming out of its tie. Student, thought Silas. A wealthy student from one of the schools, coming to town for a few days of fun and games. He's just here to pass the time, maybe brag to his friends about playing in a flea-ridden West Bank tavern. Silas took a deep breath. Well, if he can play at all, we'll probably be all right. At least he looks sober, though possibly regretting it. Their opponents were a grizzled mountain Grishnard and a little Ocelon, obviously both sailors. Silas had no doubt that they knew their way around a card game. They were shooting sideways glances at the student. I think they've won already, thought Silas. Well, they haven't reckoned on me.